brought to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia. Welcome to another edition of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting. On each show, we bring you the latest high school football stories from around the state. I'm John Nelson here in Atlanta. This week, we tackle a very special topic. What's it like to be the football team mama? It's a job Rachel Weber has had for nearly 20 years. In addition to being a middle school teacher in Zebulon, she's the wife of Pike County Pirates head coach Brad Weber. That makes her the team's football mama, playing a special role in the lives of all of her players. It's being part den mother, part grade A listener, full-time counselor, and even part or full-time cheerleader and program promoter. Now Rachel's role as a source of support for the team and the community came front and center last season after the death of Pike County High School student Dylan Thomas. He collapsed on the field during a football game, and the season went on. I talked with Rachel about how she views her role as mama of the team. It's honestly an honor to be able to be a coach's wife. I feel like um, just because there's a lot of hard work put into it, but to see Brad come home in the evening and talk about his players, about how well they're doing, you know, especially when he gets them in ninth grade, you know, he has a lot of work to do and the coaches have a lot of work to do with them. But then to see the finished product four years later is just unbelievable. And it's, um, I mean, I don't know, it, it just, it's good for the heart, you know, to see that, you know, you're actually, you're taking the time with these um, guys and you're mentoring these guys and to see the finished product. It's not just about throwing the football on Friday night, making the tackle, making the touchdown. I mean, we love that, of course, but it's also the characteristics you see in these boys and their personal qualities that you see, how they grow over the four years is just, it's a huge accomplishment. And to be a part of that is just, uh, I mean, it can be overwhelming at times, but it's a great feeling. When you started seeing Brad and when you started to, when you were married and got into the relationship with him, did you know what you were getting into as a coach's wife? I had no idea. Um, I was always brought up in sports and football. Uh, my brother was a quarterback. I was a cheerleader. Um, we've always been big followers of football, um, and I've always been active in sports, but it is totally different being active and also being married to a um, spouse, uh, you know, coach's, husband, a coach's wife in football. It's um, totally different than what I think anybody could prepare you for. And I remember when I met him and I was telling my girlfriends about him, they're like, oh, you don't want to marry him. He's a great guy, but he's married to coach and I thought what does that actually mean so over the you know so many years um you know passed back I mean 18 years now I definitely know what they mean um but no I had no idea what I was getting myself into but it's been a great uh, it's been a great learning experience and a fun learning experience as well so then let me ask you this. I know that there's no such thing as a typical work week during right. football seasons, let's say from mid-August through mid-December. Right. How do you balance your time being a mom, being a team mom, being a part of the program, and also having a job there in Pike County at the middle school? Right, right. You know, it's all about balance. It's all about, um, honestly, um, it's, and you know what? It's not just from August to December because even... Even like right now, I mean, literally they are in there, you know, they're every day they have a weight training, you know, and if they don't have a weight training after school, um, you know, Brad's out there trying to recruit some of his uh, classmen that are going to be going to college. So it's more than just a few months out of the year. People always think, oh, you know, December's here. What are you guys going to do? Well, we do get a little bit of, you know, slow down, but the same token, he's getting ready for that next season. So it's like it's one of those that you, you really
really never, he never steps away from it. However, we do have, you know, some more time right now. But, I mean, a typical night right now is him getting home 6 o'clock. But, you know, I think it's just something that I've learned to, um, over the years, I've learned to live like that. Um, and I also I teach um, at our college here. Um, I teach online, so that keeps me busy. But just being able to balance everything and um, manage it, our time together, that's very important. So it's just a, all about balancing um, the, the children, which our children are older now. We have one that will be a, a senior, a upcoming senior next year that will be playing football. So it definitely has gotten easier as the children have gotten older. So, um, you know, when they're younger, it is a little bit harder. But still, it's all about balancing. And, you know, I mean, honestly, putting God first. And if you put God first, then everything else is going to um, manage to work its way um, to come together. All right. So one of the toughest stories that we all knew about here in the series, really, for anybody who followed high school football in the United States last year, was what happened with Dylan Thomas and Dylan's yeah. family with Dylan last year. My first question is, how is everybody? You know, um, it's, I hope I don't get... <clears throat> Sorry. It's still hard. Um, there's some days that are harder than others. Um, like this last week was our spring break, and his dad literally would take Dylan, and our son was one of them, a group of about four to six young men to the Gulf, and he would take them fishing. So, um, you know, we rode by their house the other day. We were going to noon, and we passed by their house. And, you know, it's just those moments, those quiet moments that you think of Dylan. And, you know, it's all, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat. It's hard. I, I can't, um, imagine how they're still handling all of this. Um, Brad talks to um, Darren quite often um, and they're, you know, they're managing um, the team's managing and, you know, we'll ask Walker, our one that's going to be a senior that was um, very, very close with Dylan, you know, how's he do, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, honestly, it's a day by day. I mean, there's certain things, um, I teach at the high school, there's certain times when you can tell the students may be thinking about him or, you know, they'll ask questions about Dylan and we still have Dylan's strong um, uh, signs throughout our hallway, you know, on my door, there's like two Dylan Strong signs. I mean, he's always going to be a part of us. And, you know, you just have those moments. Um, some days are a lot easier than other days for me. Um, but, you know, we're all dealing with it. And again, our faith, I, I mean, it honestly helps you get through that, knowing that um, Dylan uh, was personally, he was saved. And just knowing that, you know, right now he's in heaven with God. I mean, he's having the best football game ever. I mean, that does help people. Helps me, I know, for sure get through it. Um, you know, and some of our players next year, I mean, they've already dedicated of course their next season because they would have all been seniors to Dylan. So just living up to that, those expectations and, you know, what would Dylan want the players to do, you know, and what would Dylan want um, each, everybody, you know, that he knew. What would he want you to do? I know he doesn't want us to, you know, waller, waller and grief, but at the same token, we do have those moments where, you know, it's, it's just difficult because, you know, losing any any um, student or any um, peer is very hard, but just the circumstances just makes it that much, you know, more difficult. But, you know, it's like his dad said, he was out there doing what he loved to do, you know. I mean, if he had to be taken away from us, at least he was doing one of the love of his life. He loved football and he loved hunting and fishing. So, you know, he was doing what he wanted to do, but it is still hard. And, you know, I know next year is going to be even 
you know, more difficult just because it was going to be his senior year. So, as you can tell, I mean, you just, we have those moments, and Brad has those moments, you know. It's just, you know, you just wish things could have definitely been different, but they're not, and so you just have to make the most of it. Yeah, and when you're you're the, the wife of the head coach in this situation, I think, I would think that a lot of folks come to you looking for just uh, even as something as simple as a sounding board in these situations, even today, uh, what's it like, once again, being the point of that pyramid where you're a part of a society with all of the team moms, regardless of it's a, if it's a player, just a fan, if it's another a coach, but what, what has it been like for you since last season seeing Pike County football go through this, see Pike County go through this, see Brad go through this, and see your family go through this, and you as the coach's as the head coach's wife. You know, we've just been so very fortunate to live in um, this community where, honestly, um, they have been so supportive. I mean, honest, I mean, we've had people that we don't even know reach out to us, um, reach out to his family, you know, reach out to the football players. I mean, it's just been phenomenal, and it honestly, it has helped get through that because and our faith again, you know, having that faith, knowing where he's at, um, and just people, you know, just sitting down and listening or, you know, sitting down and talking to the students about it or reaching out to the students, you know. Um, we've had, we had this one gentleman who wanted to donate a, a very beautiful bench to the school in honor of Dylan, you know. I mean, there's just been so many different things that help with that grieving process because it's, it's really been tough. And, you know, having people that you can lean on or having people that reach out to you during this time, it does help, especially with our students. I really feel like it helps them a lot as well. Um, you know, and I had somebody say, well, are you going to let your son play this year? And, you know, I said, well, it's tough. I mean, it's tough every year, regardless of this. But when this happens to you, you know, it hits home and it happens to you. It happens to your son, one of your son's best friends. You know, I'll tell you, um, Dylan's dad said it best. He said, boys, do not let this stop you from playing. He said, you are at more risk getting into the car every day, driving to and from school. And I thought, you know what? He really has a point there. I mean, there are so many risks with everything um, involved today with our, you know, kids. And, you know, just knowing um, that, I mean, this couldn't have been avoided. I mean, this was just a time and thing. And, you know, just the people that have come out and supported us. And, it's, I mean, that's right there. Just speaks volumes. Our community has gone above and beyond what they needed to do. And that, you know, you still see the Dylan Strong signs. I was in Williamson yesterday, um, and I still saw the Dylan Strong. Just knowing that they're still there and they still, you know, they'll ask, how's the family doing and how are people doing? Just knowing that they care, you know, that, that it's really helped a lot. It really has. What advice would you give to the coach's wife who is, you know, mid-20s in her, you know, she's married, she's in this relationship with her young husband. Is there any advice that you would give or have given to those younger coaches' wives who are just starting out being like you? Yeah, just, you know, be patient, know that it's going to take a lot of time away. Um, But if you generally care and love your spouse, you're going to want to see them grow. You're going to want to see them fulfill their dream and prosper. I mean, I know this was his ultimate dream was to be a head coach one day. And I knew that going into it. I really knew that. Um, And just to see him be so happy and fulfill his dream. I mean, that's what we're here for, you know, is to 
fill our um, fill the dreams that we have for ourselves and our spouse and our family. So, you know, just be patient. These young coaches' wives, eventually I'm sure they're going to have families and that will take, you know, a lot of their time away too. So you just have to be patient and just look at the big picture. You know, is this what's making your spouse happy? Is this what's making you happy? So, you know, um, you know, and you'll love these kids. Take these kids, these football players, treat them as they're your own. I mean, I'm telling you, there's nothing better when they graduate and they go to college and then they come home and guess who? They come to see you and it makes you feel so great. Like, wow, I actually had a role in helping this student or had a role in helping them prosper. You know, it's the best thing when they come back home or, you know, you get a quick email or a text, how's it going? Happy birthday. You know, thank you for all you've done. I mean, it's in the end, it's all worth it. It really is. And you being a teen mom, being there for your husband, those boys see it and they know that you're not just supporting their husband, your husband, you're supporting them as well. There's nothing, that's the greatest feeling. And there's nothing better than Friday Night Lights out there cheering them on. That's Rachel Weber, wife of Pike County Pirates head coach Brad Weber, football team mother. That's it for us today. I'm John Nelson. You can reach us at gpb.org forward slash podcasts and subscribe to us for free anywhere your favorite podcasts are found. You can also follow the GPB sports team on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. Sean Powers, as always, is our producer in charge of the ones and twos. The Football Fridays in Georgia podcast is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. We'll be back in August as we gear up for the start of the 2019 football season. Play it safe, everybody. We'll see you next time. Brought to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia.